1: Good morning. It's Thursday, April eighteen. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira,
0: and I am Japhet de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today, shall I? Um, Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. I want to thank you for the moment that we have to reflect on this passage as we are living through the Easter week reminder. Uh, we ask God for a fresh understanding, as always, in Jesus' name, Amen.
1: Amen. Today, I am reading from the New International Version, the NIV. John chapter 20, verses 19-29, through 29, subheading, Jesus Appears to His Disciples. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After He said this, He showed them His hands and His side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Subheading, Jesus appears to Thomas. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed.
0: Okay. All right, so uh, I just want to remind you again that you should read The uh, Daily Walk if you have the time. It's, it's really fantastic, and uh, I think Pastor Sam Mullen's done a great job with it as well. He
1: does uh, do a really good really, job. Really, really
0: good. And it's just at forward Daily, or you can sign up for it there as well and uh, receive it by email. Um, but here's the recalibrate question for today. Uh, if Jesus anticipates those who have not seen him to believe, uh, what is it? what is our faith based on, if not physical evidence? Well, I I for one love physical evidence.
1: Do you? What kind yeah. of physical evidence do you love?
0: I love anything that's actually like guaranteed like, like somebody to say something.
1: CSI: J-Fit, <laughs> Hair, skin particles. And actually it's more, it's more like
0: NCIS for me, more oh, than CSI. Okay, I don't, I don't
1: know the difference really. It's the
0: Navy one. It's actually very good.
1: Okay.
0: And, uh, but yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, I I I mean I, I think we all do. a forensic
1: specialist.
0: I really do like those shows. They're really kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> I think there's something great about discovery of something physical that's really great. I think it's great when people say something, but then it's also wonderful when they follow through on it. Right? So the action, the promise, the reality. Hmm. I think that's true. So when it comes to faith, I think uh, I think we, we exist in a world of faith, but then I love it when things for me in faith actually come through.
1: Yeah, I think the whole... I don't know, I guess the whole field of epistemology, you know, the study Mm -hmm. of how we know what we think we know or Mm -hmm. how we think we know what we think we know. Just as interesting in general that, you know, for one thing, there are different standards that we have for what we believe to be true. To some extent, I think it depends on the stakes of belief in a thing, like how much does it matter that's believing, true. Believing in it? this thing. Look what's gonna happen one way or the and other. Then,
0: and then some people get really upset about something because they that's a really interesting point actually, because if you have a... if you believe this thing here, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, has to be accepted by everybody, then it becomes really difficult if other people are like that's not I important mean, to that me. That becomes
1: impossible. You can't demand that other people accept things or but
0: don't people get into an argument about that kind of stuff? Oh exactly. yes, we do. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's a huge one. And on some things, it gets to be kind of high stakes what you believe about things because it determines you know how we design policies and things like that. And if we can't reach consensus about what we believe about the nature yeah, of reality, right. then it makes it hard to move. Yeah. And then there is anger. A good example right now is the anti-vaccine. Measles, mumps, and rubella oh, that's huge. thing. Well, right now, this so far this year, there have been 465 cases of measles in the United States. We are three and a half months into the mm. year. That makes it the second largest so far, the second largest year for cases of measles mm. in the last two decades. And we're only three and a half months into the year, so chances are good it's going to be a record year for that. Well, so you can see, feeling angry, yeah. you know, suppose your child gets measles because other parents don't vaccine, vaccinate. That would be something where your beliefs or lack thereof could have some serious implications where people Mm -hmm. can have friction. With Jesus, the idea of what does it take to believe? Like what level of evidence do you have to have? And
0: how he anticipated that by saying... what's
1: at stake?
0: Well, yes.
1: Sometimes, you know, I've heard, I can't remember who this is attributed to, the idea that if you spend your life believing and then it turns out not to have been true...
0: Like, what have you lost? What have
1: you lost?
0: Yeah, um, like if you just led a life where you believed in God and you were, yeah. you were kinder and you followed the values that God was calling us to all the time, what do you lose out?
1: Now I can see where a person might feel that they've lost out if believing God doesn't live them, lead them to live a life that is better. That was but, a lot of L but words but kind of, I know, it was hard <laughs> for me to say. Um,
0: oh, yeah. But it causes so,
1: them to kind of restrict themselves in ways that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise. Well, yes. So I've, I've met a lot of people like that who feel yeah. like they were kind of cloistered in some horrible way when they were believers, and that shaking that off gave them freedom, freedom to be who they are. And I think that's a shame. I don't think that you should not be able to be who you are and be a believer. I think you also have to have faith that God has created you. For some reason, as the person that you are, that there's some benefit in that.
0: I was reading this uh, this book a long time ago, and I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, re- I just remembered that this historian Andrew, oh, I can't remember his last name right now. His first name's Andrew, Scottish historian, and he was studying the influence of Christianity in the world, and uh, and basically, his his studying history, looking at where things are going for the future. He was suggesting that, in fact. Wherever Christianity has been, it has been a radical shift of thinking and innovation has taken place, and yet, and so when you look at where the power running and and the the changes and the freedom to be able to do that, it's always been where Christianity has kind of like populated itself, and so so the question I guess that we we would look at today is. Does Christianity, in its essence, is it actually a good thing or a bad thing? And and if it is a good thing, which is actually transforming the world in a better place, then maybe there is something to be said for putting all your eggs in the basket and trying it out. But I agree, there are people who live a really oppressed life because religion, the way people have defined Christianity, has not been... Personally, the way I think that God is, and I am
1: not totally comfortable with the link between Christianity and kind of um, Western colonization. So you know, you look at countries that have been Christianized, and it sometimes feels as if certain aspects of the culture have also been stamped out. That why should a person in a hot country have to wear a three-piece wool suit? church well, and you know just do there, there's certain and things I, where it's like well what's that about i
0: agree having said haven't said that there are obviously humanity mixed in with the values yeah, of as of well course. right so so nobody's in favor of that nobody's in favor well of some people are pretty in favor of it i think <laughs>
1: i think you wouldn't find that nobody likes it well yeah i think yeah. you'd find it's popular
0: <laughs> um and yet it's still it's interesting that it's a uh, it it even though it took place it was oppressive horrible for many, many civilizations as well, Uh, there were others who had no Christian values that actually did exactly the same thing. Um, And so I don't know if we can say there's just Christianity side by side with that.
1: Well, I think that we're not very good at distinguishing Christianity from culture.
0: And from religion, yeah. I
1: mean, religion is Christianity, right? Well,
0: religions can be a lot bigger than just that. And so the organizing of Christianity becomes a religion whereas what Christ tried to do and was doing in you know when he came down here was to kind of tell people listen you've misunderstood who God is you've misunderstood who I am who the the spirit is and let me kind of reset the clock on this.
1: Yeah, it's one of those awkward things because it feels like Christianity would be better in a more organic less structured form but then it doesn't feel like
0: can it ever things can exist
1: way? in unstructured yeah. form. It's kind of like government, you know, it would be better if people could just kind of police themselves it doesn't seem to work that way things seem to require some kind of structure we will
0: eventually organize it somehow all right let me repeat the question one more time because our time's up if jesus anticipates those who have not seen him to believe what is our faith based on if not physical evidence think about that look after each other live love and we'll connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church. Until next time, look after each other and live love.